wow. Live it's like the version. From we really are live today from BlackRock stakeholder capitalism vending machine. I think you've done that one before. Featuring Pepsi, Doritos, and a plant-based oil rig drill pipe. What Is, are you what yeah. are you gonna buy there? Plant something plant-based. I it's just a, saw Reese's are plant-based. It's a Thursday game show edition of Business Pants joined by the Lord of BS and special guest contestant Money Whisperer, Jesse Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> oh, you cut off the, cut off cut the last, off the last name. name. I didn't want anyone to dox her. <laughs> in today's re- it's a serious concern with us. In today's reusable bag of materiality called March 9th, 2023, two glorious games. A proxy quiz and a who the F is that quiz. And, and a, do we have also a visit from him? Uh, yeah, I, look, I have some tape. Okay, um, we have a. It's, yes. It makes me uncomfortable, but I have it. A visit from our favorite right-wing ESG conspiracy theorist. Actually, now there's a lot of them. He, he used to be the only <laughs> I, I one. Know. <laughs> yeah, now there's it's, several of them. One of them is running for president. Market. Yeah, <laughs> it's a crowded market. All right, ready All for right. some quiz shows, Jesse? Jesse, you psyched? Yes. Is there a bet? Um, do we have a bet? Did Did Jesse ever? Uh, did she win? Did she, didn't she win some swag? No, Matt, you destroyed her, right? You, she's never won again. No, uh, I, yeah. I had to order it myself. Okay, all right. There was no winning of No, it. I won it. Oh, you and won, And then won. I won, and I didn't order anything, because nobody. I, I'm not allowed to get anything. I try, Let's play your up. game. Yeah, I tried to make this game fair. I, 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 it's not loaded towards Matt, but he'll probably still win every question. This is the season, baby. Let's play our game. Uh, okay, this is the random new proxy quiz game. Okay, this is <laughs> not actually probably about right. This is not biased in any way. I just op- I opened up the SEC website and I looked for a famous company that has just released this proxy. Fresh off the presses yesterday at four thirteen p.m., Whirlpool Corporation. Oh wow! Does anybody care about that? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Whirlpool is a leading home appliance company that sells products under a wide variety of brands such as Whirlpool, KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana. Okay, I got it. Ooh, I like KitchenAid. See? What plebeian tastes you have. Uh, I just told my wife, Courtney, that I think our only product we own that is valuable or good is a KitchenAid mixer. It's the only thing we own of any real value. Everything else sucks in our house. (laughs) All right. Uh, okay, here's the quiz. So first of all, I, we would certainly expect a strong female presence at a company like Whirlpool, right? And, I, and I'll, let me tell you why I say this. Why I tell yeah. you this. Inc. Magazine. Inc. Magazine. That's Incorporated Magazine, I guess. Reported that women on the daily spend more time than men making ec- economic decisions for their families, from, from consumer goods to services. Women hold crucial purchasing power. In fact, women drive 70 to 80% of all consumer purchasing, okay? A white paper, can, a white paper from Kleber and Associates states that women today still account for 85% of all consumer purchases, while 75% of women identify themselves as the primary shoppers for the households. And a Nielsen Consumer Research uh, report estimates that women's total purchasing power currently ranges from five to fifteen trillion dollars annually. Right? Wow, that's a lot of trillions. Love that. Love that money. Okay, so with this as a background, what do the contestants think 
that the average female influence on the board of oh, Whirlpool no. is, according to board sabermetrics data. And I again, just so you both know, this is not a trick question. I'm just picking new proxies from famous companies, okay? So really this question maybe is better to be asked is, what level of female influence do you expect or think should be on a board like Whirlpool? Wait, I don't those know. are different questions, aren't no, but, they? Well, I don't know. You, I'm asking. I have the fit. I have the data. I know what the influence, the female influence at Whirlpool. So, so just guess. What, okay. You know, based right. on what you 12, think it could be, twelve percent. Oh, wow. Jesse's right starting off by going low to the gutter. So I would. So look, the average U.S. Um, company is about twenty-five percent women on their board when their larger That's cap the body count be, body count yeah body count that, and, um, I, and i'll tell you that whirlpool has 31 percent female body count that's what i would have guessed 31 percent um that's uh, body, body count, count not 30 30 percent so with 30 percent body count that's already low if they had more than i would have expected i would say they might have more power than i would have expected but on average women are um we use diversity data and we've eliminated all the factors to find that if you have a vagina yeah there's an immediate discount to your power right it doesn't matter if you're black hispanic indigenous white doesn't seem to matter if you're male, there's almost no discount to your power. If you're female, there is a discount to your power. I'm going with 20% influence. Uh, I'm going to say, I'll say you're both right. Because Jesse started off the cynical bar low. Matt had a very uh, beautiful, well-reasoned answer. But you you're basically hit it, Matt. It's 18%. That is correct. And, yes, I, and again, I wasn't. I, I actually would have expected this you to like be. You like how he said I was correct? Yeah. He's giving me some He's pity just, points. <laughs> no, twelve. I mean, twelve and eighteen is really not that. Twelve far is off. half. I mean, <laughs> the point is that you both aimed low, which uh, actually, I, I, you're both very cynical, negative, pessimists. But I would have expected this to be higher. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, Matt. And the data is the data, but. This I feel like you kind of went into me. it. So I knew the 25% right. figure. And then I was like, oh, he's asking us for a reason this way. Let me go low. It might be yeah. true, but uh, okay. With 18%, that, that sucks. With that said, <laughs> out of six possible board leadership roles, that's four committee chairs, board chair, lead director, and out of five named executive officer roles, including CEO, Oof. CFO, of these 11 leadership roles in the Whirlpool's proxy statement, how many of those roles are held by women? Uh, I mean... Three. Oh, that's higher than I would have said. I would have said one. Um, um, technically, you're both wrong, but Matt's closest. The answer is uh, zero. Oh. Wow. Congratulations, Whirlpool. Whirlpool. Whirlpool played. Corporation. Whirlpool Corporation. Uh, so then the yeah. 30% that are on the board, the have 30 no leadership. No, yeah, no, they're just it, on there. No, yes. That's and, and Jesse, hard. Jesse, that's actually pretty rare uh, for large companies. Usually, that's hard yeah. to do. That's rare. Yeah, you You're usually see at least one woman in a leadership board. position. That, that they, they don't entrust women with anything at Whirlpool. Wow. That's hard. Except God. for buying hey, I products. hate KitchenAid now. Look, I, you have to give kudos where kudos are, are due. It's it's actually difficult to construct that many leadership positions, have that higher percentage of your board be women, and still find a way to not give them the leadership. That's uh, 
that's like you have to be that's dedicated. Effort. That's effort. Good yeah. for them. Bonus question. Well, they're all really, really, they're all bonus questions. Everything's a bonus question. <laughs> Describe the person pictured in the proxy statement's first photo. Right at the top of the photo, at the Whirlpool proxy statement, there's a big, beautiful photograph. Describe the person in that photo. He's old, uh, older than 60, above 60, white, gray hair. Mel, no, false. It is a black woman, <laughs> aged 37 years old, bent over, filling a dishwasher. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is pretty amazing, Matt. You, you were almost, you almost directly hit it on the head. It is a black woman. She's with seen a, it. A no, I have not. A beautiful black woman with a big, beautiful smile, bending over to put her dog's bed in a washing machine. Oh, looks like. I miss the washing machine, <laughs> not it, a dishwasher. But, but she's lucky enough to have her washing machine in her nice, beautiful kitchen right next to the dishwasher. So that's good. You're, you're you close. can see both. <laughs> and that this is all, Jesse. This is all true, by the way. This is that, if, you, that, if you open the proxy statement of Whirlpool, you will see this black woman to which I, whom I'm referring to. Look, I'm just telling you, I've read enough of these reports to know that's the, we did a we did a show like two years ago in which we created um, the Brown Wash Index, mm -hmm. where we went through mm. company reports, all the reports, and counted the, the percentage of the pictures in the reports of people of color, and then looked at their workforces and the percentage of people of color. And Johnson & Johnson stood out at the time as 75% of the workforce was white, mm. and 80% of the pictures were right. people of color well, Also consumer products. Yeah. So, uh, oops. Double bonus question. Uh, I oh. looked at. I looked at the, throughout the whole Triple. proxy. I looked at the company's website. How many black women are in top leadership positions at Whirlpool Corporation? I'm just gonna. My answer is just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is a gimme. Unfortunately, this is a big zero. Uh, okay. Triple bonus question. God, there's so many. Bonus can you name? Questions. Can you name one of the that right at the again right at the top of their proxy statement is the company's ESG highlights. Can you name one of the three social highlights? They have an ESG. Can you think, Matt? You're good at this. Can you think of one of their social? Yeah, I, and we're talking about it, women in leadership. So I'm giving you a little bit of a hint there. Yeah, it's going to be increase the number of female um, management by 7% year over year well, with 62% of new hires were women. Something like that. Actually, that would be great because that's, that's actionable and that's measurable. I actually would prefer that. What they did do is they launched Empower, a, wi <laughs> a women's leadership program in Latin America and Asia. I, I, I don't I, get I, that part of it. Like, why not right here in America? I mean... Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I have to. I have to. I have to get on my ranty couch for one second. Go ahead. Which is every leadership executive training program for women. When we did the research like seven years ago, you and I wrote the first paper that compared the average like intelligence by way of degrees and mm -hmm. schooling of women on boards versus men on boards. Right. And we found that women were significantly more educated than their male counterparts. Mm -hmm. The empowerment, leadership training, go out there and like we're gonna we're gonna get you in this pipeline of eventual leaders. Stop it. Just stop it with it. That's fucking bullshit. Because men 
I never took a leadership course in my entire life and somehow became an executive director at a major corporation. Women don't get the jobs, not because they're not trained, because they're not given the jobs. It's not, it, it reinforces the, the notion that all they need is some extra training. They just need to be, they just don't have the training that it takes. It does beg it's the bullshit. question that, you know, the, the, the right wing, part of their anti-ESG movement is they want to re-embrace the meritocracy. So you would expect to find even a higher percentage of women in leadership than men, wouldn't you, based on? Based on pure merit? Based on yes, the data, yes, would. based yeah, on pure The data merit. suggests yes. that you would, yeah, correct. <laughs> It's not based on the ridiculous training program that you put in place for Latin American, seven Latin American women. All right, and final. just called it Empower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Empower. Only, I, that's the thing that got me. Only in Latin America and Asia. I don't under, I still don't understand. Well, it's because they're crushing it in the U.S., they're, obviously. Yeah, uh, okay, the final question for our random uh, new proxy quiz. This is the quadruple bonus question. Quad bow, triple bonus. Uh, according to the company's CEO pay ratio disclosure, how long does CEO Mark Bitzer have to work to earn the median total annual compensation mm. of one of his beloved employees? How long does he have to work? Jesse, just dig deep into your Is inner it a, cynic. a full year, six oh, months? What, what oh, you, God, no. I was going to say probably until March 1st. He's already he's already reached Oh, it. God. Matt? Your cynic is not cynical enough. Oh, it's really? still like January 5th. Oh. Um, you know, I, I, Matt gets the, gets the points here, but I'll say yeah. you're both wrong. <laughs> Matt gets, unfortunately, Matt got the points on all the questions. But here's the real answer. <laughs> here's the real answer. If the Whirlpool workday starts at 9 a.m. on January 1st, just for the sake of discussion, right? I did the, okay. I did the hourly That sounds breakdown. reasonable. Yeah, 9 a.m. Just for the discussion up. of this populist math. On the math. second, right? Yeah. yeah, sure. Whatever. Let's say January 1st. The CEO, Mark Bitzer, would have to work until just before 1.58 p.m. <laughs> on the first day of the year. To earn oh, the salary of one of God. his workers. The pay ratio is 419 to 1. And to put this into context, the CEO, his annual bonus this year, he failed miserably. He missed both of the targets, ongoing uh, EBIT and free cash flow. He got nothing. He, after getting $4 million last year, he got nothing in his annual bonus because he sucked at his job. Oh, and wow. still... Okay. Still earns his uh, the median employee salary before two p.m. on the first workday <laughs> of the year. It's not great. It's not a go. great stat. That's um, your uh, whirlpool quiz. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, we have another quiz. Well, we have lots of things. Yeah, let's do. Let's. Uh, so we got Cucker Charleston. Want to go Cucker Charleston, our yeah, ESG expert. Okay, let's do it. Let's do him first, and then I'm going to do a who the f is that? You know, right. This is so. Remember. This and this time you need to remember this. I'm going to mm -hmm. preface this hard. Yeah. This is not me. It sounds a lot like me. It is not me. It is Cucker Charlson from the Grievance News Network. Are you ready for him? Always. I'm going to read something to you and stop me when we get to the part about running a railroad. Quote, we will implement and expand unconscious bias education. We will create and share strategic inclusion and diversity plans with our board of directors. We can cultivate meaningful change for our society. You notice how you couldn't stop me? 
What I quoted was part of a pledge made by a CEO not to make more money, but instead to spend shareholder money, your money in your pension fund or your retirement account, on something called DEI, or diversity, equity, and inclusion. But that's not just any CEO. This pledge was signed by the CEO of Norfolk Southern, Alan Shaw. I'm Cucker Charlson, and this is Are You Terrified Yet? Here are some statistics Norfolk Southern wants you to be proud of. 52% of trainee intern hires are a racial minority or a female. 60% of executive vice presidents are female. And 56% of new manager hires are a racial minority. Do me a favor and look closely at those numbers. Are you looking? What you don't see in those numbers I cherry-picked is anything about safety of your children or the qualifications those people have to operate a railroad. You won't see anything about merit. DEI is now driving our trains carrying toxic chemicals through our communities. And if DEI is driving our trains, our question is, who's driving DEI? And at Norfolk, the executive in charge of DEI is Jason Petaway. And Jason was working in the IT department of Norfolk Southern for more than 20 years with his skills listed as IT infrastructure, data warehousing, and cloud computing. Not listed are train safety and child protection. Jason is, however, black. Jason reports to the Norfolk board, specifically the Human Capital Committee on that board, which is in charge of DEI. And that committee is led by John Thompson. John is at a long career working at Best Buy, Liz Claiborne, and Goody's Family Clothing, running their website sales. Not listed in John's qualifications are the words railroad or spill cleanup. John also is black. John himself reports to regulators in the Biden administration, specifically the Department of Transportation that oversees Norfolk and its safety. The Department of Transportation is led by Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Mayor Pete graduated with a degree in history and literature. Not listed in Pete's qualifications are the words transportation infrastructure or laying railroad tracks. Pete, though, is a gay man. So let's recap the steps that the left took to turn Norfolk Southern from the heartbeat of our nation's infrastructure to a chemical spilling menace. Step one, have our liberal investor elite like BlackRock write a letter saying DEI is the only thing that matters. Step two, force the CEO of the railroad to sign a pledge on DEI. Step three, hire the closest black man to run the DEI effort, diverting safety resources probably to implement a new strategy of corporate affirmative action. And step four, make sure the DEI strategy is led at the board level by the next closest black man. And step five, avoid scrutiny by the gay man in charge of the nation's infrastructure. If you're white in America, this is the uphill battle you face. BlackRock, Norfolk Southern, and the Biden administration have put the wokes before the folks. And one has to wonder, how much was Norfolk Southern's DEI policies directing resources away from important things, like greasing wheel bearings? And are you terrified yet? Wait a minute. <clears throat> Is this like satire anymore? <laughs> There's an article... Uh, yesterday, I found the headline is Republican lawmaker blames train derailments on diversity. This is uh, Mike Collins, Georgia Republican Mike Collins. Yeah. And he said. Yeah. He In said fact, he, I think he stole the quote 
from yeah he said after, he said after seeing another this is real this is true yeah after, he said after seeing another Norfolk Southern train derailed this weekend I had I was reminded of the fact that the company wrote to shareholders state, stating it is focused on diversity uh, equity and inclusion and he says he wonders whether those policies are directing resources away from the important things like greasing wheel beer bearings. Yeah, he, st- That's I real think he life. stole it from Cocker. That's real life. I don't even know yeah. if we need Cocker anymore. I don't know if yeah. we need... Uh, he, also, he also said that the Biden administration is putting the wokes before the folks. That's what he I mean, said. When we mm. first started the Cucker Charleston segment, there was, a, there was a, a level of fun and satire to it because it just seemed extreme and silly. But... In in like six short months, it, the the Republicans <laughs> have caught up with the inanity and are now basically parroting that ins- insane anti ESG. It is totally insane. Yeah, that I, mean, I uh, that Cucker, whoever he is, can't make up something ridiculous enough. It, yeah, I don't know. We might need <laughs> to maybe to we, could, we might need to let him go and save that money. I mean, save that. I know he is is costly. Although he has been texting about how much he hates us. All right, good. All right, there we go. (laughs) Cucker Charles. Let's get to our. Come on, let's get back. All right, let's play another game. Let's play something fun this time. I don't like my quiz show Thursday being interrupted by depressing white male grievancy diatribes again. Okay, let's play who the f is that instead. How about that? Yes. I got three for you today. And the right. first up, you're definitely going to know. And the next two, you're not going to know. Um, the, and by you, I'm I do mean Damien. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Jesse's going to know none of them. Are there okay. pictures? Did we get pictures? No, no pictures this time. Oh. Um, look, I have a real job. So, like, uh, this is my side gig. Uh, first up is Lynn Good. Oh, yeah, I know Lynn Good. You should. Lynn Good. Um, Who the f is that? Lynn Good. Who the f is Lynn Good? I don't know Johnson why. Johnson and Johnson. Well, it's a good guess, actually. It's not a bad guess. My guess is worse. I think. I I, I don't know why I thought Duke Energy, but n- nobody cares about Duke Energy. That is correct. Oh. You got it right. Well, She's the CEO of okay. Duke I Energy. I finally got something right. I feel so proud. But she's also the comp chair at Boeing. That's okay. what she is. That's, so that's how I probably know originally is Boeing. Yeah. Seven years of tenure, ten percent influence on the Boeing board, and okay. in the news with this headline: Boeing CEO Calhoun just missed out on a seven million dollar bonus, mm-hmm. but he still got a raise. <clears throat> yeah. Rude. All Lovely. right. So um, apparently Boeing saw fit to give Calhoun. 25,000 shares in Jan- in February as a retention bonus just where's because. He go- where is he going? Uh, he, like like he got lots of job it, offers. Is he going to coach the- <laughs> yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, where is he heading? You know who hasn't had any management training like uh you know like a Latin American empowerment training? Who Dave Calhoun. He doesn't okay. get that. Um he got a raise from 21.1 million to 22.5 million. Despite missing targets like being profitable, Boeing lost $6.6 billion last year, up from $5 billion the prior year. Well, yeah, they probably just moved their DEI budget over. They're like, oh, <laughs> profitability? Doesn't matter. We'll steal it <laughs> from our DEI budget. I think you could be uh, like, uh, it, what would Laura Ingram's, uh, our version of that be? Um, 
Uh, they even raised the mandatory retirement age for CEOs at Boeing from 65 to 70 because okay. Calhoun turned 66 this year. So what is they the just so the mandatory the, thing is, is a bit loose. Why is there obsession with this guy? Yeah. Well, p- part of the obsession might be that 100%. Let me say it again. 100% of the Boeing board is connected, is connected to okay. one another within three degrees. Although and I will say, do we need, a, man- do we need a mandatory bros. retirement age of 65? That makes me feel a little uncomfortable. What, what is that about in the first place? Well, I don't have a problem with that so much. I do have a problem when they raise it for Dave Calhoun. Sure. Lynn herself is connected to eight of the nine Boeing board wow. members she like knows or traffics with. So Lynn Good, um, paying Dave Calhoun like it's 2004. Uh, next up, and who the F is that? Sue Gove or Govey oh, Gove. I know this name too. Uh, hmm. Um. <laughs> Jesse's just gonna just pick any company and it would be fine <laughs> guess. You gotta Bones. give hints. Give hints. Ooh. All right, I'll give a hint. Um it it is a company that feels like it should be going under, but oh. where uh but hasn't gone under Hewlett Packard. Wonder, oh that's, that's my guess. That's that's, <laughs> that's you're in the you're in the you're in the right that's era. my guess. That's yeah, go ahead. Guess. What do you got? The Jesse? answer is she is the CEO and not chair, but on the board of Bath and Body Works. Oh. Okay, all right. That's same same difference there. It's the same company. She has thirty seven percent of the influence on the board. Wow. Despite not being the chair. And the reason why I chose her is this headline Bath and Body Works named diversity top fifty company. Okay. And our data corroborates that they are a top diversity company. This is one of the few times oh, when good who news the F of that is good news. I like this. Finally. Finally, 81% of the board influence is female. Hmm. Even wow. if you removed Sue Govey or Gove, I'm not sure how to say it. Sorry, Sue. Um, uh, and redistribute. If you removed her from the board and redistributed her influence, the board would still be female powered. That's Incredible. how powerful the people on this board are. Incredible. Usually, in fact, I mean, I, it is like pr- body products. Okay, but uh, yeah, it makes Jesse, sense. Jesse, didn't I? Did you hear what I said about yeah. Whirlpool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, but this is like body products no like when's the last time either of you went into bath and body works i would have to shower to <laughs> want to go to bath and body yeah, works neither of you. i do actually go into those places so how dare you um oh but, well i feel bad for your endocrine system then oh nobody well, should th- go into those <laughs> that i don't, no I don't buy i don't buy anything i just like to it i look for deals it's not just it's a not loof, good. just a luffar luffar I, <laughs> I look for 99 cent <laughs> candles <laughs> that's see i know what i'm talking about that usually, this was why I like this one, and I picked this. I was looking through all the companies. Usually, when I like look through our data, I have to highlight in Excel. Right when we download our data, I'm looking at it in Excel. I have to highlight the entire column and deselect the women mm-hmm. because there's only like two of them, and then do the math. Right mm-hmm. this time, I had to highlight bed, Bath and Body Works rather, and deselect the men. It was the only time I've ever had to do that. The women actually make up more than um, 50% of the board, and they have 81% Incredible. of the influence. Incredible. Good job, Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works, that's what winning looks like. And last on who the F is that is my least favorite, my new least favorite person oh. next to M.D. Lockhart, from who Jesse knows who Norfolk that is now. Southern, Norfolk yeah. Southern's M.D. Lockhart, mm-hmm. 
who um, was leading the safety committee. My new favorite is Michael Levitt. Oh, another name mm. I know. Mm. Oh. I'm trying to think of asshole companies. I'm just gonna, I have no idea. I'm just going to say U.S. Bank. I have no idea. No, incorrect. <sighs> Not even close. It's my it's my next least favorite thing. Nike. Ooh, uh, no, good uh, guys. No. Um, both are totally wrong. He is the chair of the safety and health committee at Royal Caribbean. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. He's the he's ex Bush administration. He was the EPA director at one point, health and human services director at one point during so the Bush government. administration. During the Bush, Bush administration, which meant he played golf. Yeah, uh, more or less. He he stripped the world of regulations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he's new to the Royal Caribbean board f- as of last year, February okay. last year. He has currently zero percent influence. That's what our data says. <laughs> yeah, zero percent. But, but imagine the perks, though, of just becoming a director at that company. What, it must be a lot of travel cruises perks. Cruises everywhere. Yeah, yeah. cruise perks. It's, Who wants to go on a cruise? It's not. A, that is the correct question because this is why I picked it. The headline is: More than three hundred people on one of the Princess Cruises ships fell ill and suffered from vomiting and diarrhea. Yeah, but just that's less than four hundred people. <laughs> that's a less than four hundred people. A cruise, 10% of the passengers on uh, Galveston, a docked cruise ship, all were had to be quarantined in their rooms, and they were encouraged to use their own bathrooms for the vomiting and diarrhea they had from an outbreak of norovirus. And Michael Levitt, um, you were someone who's supposed to know something about health, and somehow no one's listening to that guy because he has 0% can I say can I say it very appropriately that the all the the independent board members at Royal Caribbean their average age is 67 years old that seems very appropriate doesn't it Yeah, <laughs> yeah because yeah old people take cruises right, yes right. that is correct <laughs> That was it That's our show That's more than enough I mean two two ESG quizzes Yeah one was one too many Come back tomorrow. We got. We're gonna record early, which no one cares about except for us. Well, we I care about because we don't. We don't. Jesse's not gonna be here, right? Wow. Yeah, Jesse's not here, but Ari will be here, the Data Queen, and we'll do our Friday wrap. And otherwise, we'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye.